What's up, Anchor? Kaylee Chella checking back in with today's top stories. A South Carolina congressman pulled out his own loaded handgun during a meeting with constituents Friday to make a point that guns are dangerous only in the hands of criminals. Republican U.S. Representative Ralph Norman placed the 38 caliber gun on a table during the Coffee with Constituents meeting at a Rock Hill restaurant, news outlets reported. Norman said, quote, I'm not going to be a Gabby Giffords, referring to the former Arizona congresswoman who was shot outside a grocery store during a constituent gathering in 2011. Gifford's husband, retired NASA astronaut Mark Kelly, said in a statement that Norman is no Gabby Giffords and noted that his wife has dedicated her life to ending gun violence, saying, quote, Americans are increasingly faced with a stark choice. Leaders like Gabby, who work hard together to find solutions to problems, or extremists like the NRA and Congressman Norman, who rely on intimidation tactics and perpetuating fear. Regardless, Norman said he'll display his gun at future constituent meetings, saying, quote, I'm tired of these liberals jumping on the guns themselves as if they are the cause of the problem. Guns are not the problem, Norman told the Post and Courier. School teacher Lori Carter of Charlotte, North Carolina, said she thought the move was contradictory because Norman didn't know if someone there had mental health issues. She said, quote, What was to prevent me from leaning across the table to take that gun? Thousands of Oklahoma teachers, students, and their supporters staged massive demonstrations at the state capitol throughout the week last week, while Republican lawmakers struggled to find a way to placate the chanting masses and bring an end to a walkout with some of the state's largest school districts. State House and Senate leaders announced they would take up money-raising bills by Friday, a rarity for Oklahoma lawmakers who typically don't go to the Capitol on the final day of the work week. But a top teachers' union leader said Thursday that he did not believe the measures under consideration would be enough to end the strike. Senate floor leader Greg Treat, a key negotiator on the budget, said he had not met with education union leaders and didn't know what it would take to resolve the situation. Treat, a Republican from Oklahoma City, said, quote, I'm not the one who started the walkout, so I'm not the person to ask. Republican Governor Mary Fallon has faced the brunt of criticism from teachers, many of whom blamed the term-limited governor for supporting tax cuts and generous state subsidies for businesses that have led to declines in state funding for schools and other state services. The governor further raised the ire of teachers after an interview this week in which she likened striking teachers to a, quote, teenage kid that wants a better car. Dozens of protesters inside the packed Capitol responded by jangling their keys in the Capitol rotunda and chanting, Where's our car? And when Fallon took the state airplane to a business opening in McAllister, several protesters were on hand at the airport to jeer her. Jennifer Smith, an elementary school teacher from Tulsa who held a sign comparing Fallon to Dolores Umbridge, the villainous school marm from the popular Harry Potter series, said, quote, It just seems like there's a large lack of understanding on her part. I don't see her handling this. She's not here. She hasn't been here. I haven't seen her out here talking to us. State Representative Corey Williams was even more pointed in his criticism of Fallon, saying, quote, I don't know how you can be so tone-deaf to what is actually happening in our schools and with our kids. Whenever she says teachers are like teenage children who just want a new car, no. Teachers are people who want a roof that doesn't leak, toner for their copiers, and textbooks for the kids. Fallen spokesman Michael McNutt said she had been at the Capitol every day this week and visited with educators. Fallen, a lame duck governor in her final year, has had scant success in recent years pushing her agenda, despite overwhelming GOP majorities in both chambers. Her proposal last year to generate revenue for teacher raises by broadening the sales tax fell flat in the legislature. She focused her final State of the State address this year endorsing a tax hike package dubbed Step Up that was endorsed by civic and industry leaders, but the measure never made it out of the House. 
Ultimately, the governor signed legislation last week granting teacher pay raises of about $6,100, or 15 to 18 percent, as well as tens of millions of new dollars for public schools. But many educators say classrooms need more money, joining a movement of teachers that has ignited protests in other Republican-led states, including West Virginia, Kentucky, and Arizona. Facebook's acknowledgement that most of its 2.2 billion members have probably had their personal data scraped by quote-unquote malicious actors is the latest example of the social network's failure to protect its users' data. Not to mention its apparent inability to even identify the problem until the company was already embroiled in scandal. CEO Mark Zuckerberg told reporters Wednesday that Facebook is shutting down a feature that let people search for Facebook users by phone number or email address. Although that was useful for people who wanted to find others on Facebook, it turns out that the unscrupulous types also figured out years ago that they could use it to identify individuals and collect data off their profiles. The scrapers were at it long enough, Zuckerberg said, that, quote, at some point during the last several years, someone has probably accessed your public information in this way. The only way to be safe would have been for users to deliberately turn off that search feature several years ago. Facebook had it turned on by default. And even if you're someone like me and you took off your phone number from your Facebook profile a long time ago, Facebook would consistently ask you to put it back in. The breach was a stunning admission for a company already reeling from allegations that the political data mining firm Cambridge Analytica inappropriately accessed data on as many as 87 million Facebook users to influence elections. Over the past few weeks, the scandal has mushroomed into investigations across continents, including a probe by the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. Zuckerberg himself will be questioned by Congress for the first time on Tuesday. All right, guys, that's all I got for now. Make sure to tune in tomorrow morning for the latest. This is Kaylee Chella signing off.